It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Will Joe Burrow and the Bengals get past Bill Belichick and the Patriots? We'll preview the matchup. Plus, you're going to hear from Trey Hendrickson, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Zach Taylor, the latest injury updates, and more as we get you set for Saturday's matchup at Gillette Stadium. It's Bengals, it's Patriots, as Cincinnati looks for its seventh straight win. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine, riding solo today. No Jake Lisko, but that's okay. We are jam-packed with information, and thank you so much for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. And today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide, and they have a special offer for my listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Thank you so much for making us your first listen here on Locked On Bengals. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's dive in. Because the Bengals, well, they've been dealing with their fair share of injuries. Trey Hendrickson, broken wrist and all, practicing this week and expected to play great great news there first let's hear from zach taylor who talked and always talks with before before the bengals travel with the writers to to just give us maybe a clearer picture on how things look and i'm gonna have other injury updates in just a second and you're gonna hear from trey hendrickson coming up in just a second as well but here's zach taylor on trey hendrickson when asked if trey would play on saturday i do how do you look this week? Great. Is he going to wear anything, or is it just going to be like he has been out there? He'll protect himself. Yeah. But I feel good about where he's at. We didn't put it out in a short report. You know, that, that's not coming from us. So, again, we just take it week to week with our guys. And, um, you know, he's a tough guy and wants to play, so he's ready to do it. He's ready to do it is is what that said there at the end. And I, I spliced together a few of his answers because they were really quick answers, and there's no reason to have the back and forth. But the I do was, do you anticipate – Trey playing, he does. So that's great news. Also said that Mike Hilton, good to go. Two thumbs up for Mike. Jalen Davis, we'll see. He's officially listed as questionable. I talked to him earlier this week and he said, Hey, I'm ready to go. So I think it's a matter of whether or not the coaching staff, the medical staff wants to risk it, especially with Mike Hilton coming back. So we'll see there. And the same thing goes for Hayden Hurst. He's preparing to play, listed as questionable. The Bengals aren't sure if he's going to be able to play or not. But really, everybody else, Cam Taylor-Britt, expected to play. Eli Apple, expected to play. Everyone but Sam Hubbard could potentially suit up in this game, which is just a uh, a great spot to be in, considering where the Bengals could have been just a, a few days ago, where it was like, all right, Hubbard could be out. Hendrickson could be out. Mike Hilton, will he come back? Jalen Davis, will he come back? Eli Apple pops up on the injury report. Cam Taylor-Britt's shoulder was hanging. He's dealing with the stinger, by the way. All of those things 
and you look up and it looks like most of these guys, if not everyone but Sam Hubbard, could suit up on Saturday. Really, really good news overall. And I can't think of anyone uh, that uh, the Bengals would need more over the next three weeks than a guy in Trey Hendrickson who just gets pressure on pressure on pressure. He may not have the sack numbers right now, but he makes such an impact. And I'll describe to you what he's been wearing on his wrist. Basically, it's it takes up most of his forearm and it wraps around his thumb and, and protects his wrist there. It's, it's a, a soft brace, so to speak. It's not some big club or anything like that. And he can still grip. He can still move his fingers. So that's what he's been wearing in practice. So without further ado, let's get to Trey Hendrickson. He talked to reporters on Thursday for, oh, about three, three and a half minutes, including myself. We asked him a bunch of questions, including his Pro Bowl nod, because Trey Hendrickson, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, all Pro Bowl bound. Here's Trey Hendrickson on his injury and so much more. No, the wrist is good. I mean, it's one of those things that's going to be a game-time decision. Um, it's broken, and that's what it is. What it is. I mean, it's going to be painful. Um, we haven't really got any kind of time frame. Okay. What's he, I guess for you to be able to play on that, I guess the hard cast, I mean, how does that affect kind of the movements and the way you go about I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, anytime you uh, restrict movement in a certain, you know, area, it's going to do that. So uh, it's not as exciting as it sounds. It's just painful and uh, see how it goes. Do you think it's going to okay. Zach said that you talked to, you know, you came up to him earlier and said, hey, I think I can play. Like, what, what made you want to come out there even with the injury to say, hey, you know, I feel like I have Well, you know, I owe a lot to this team. I mean, there's a great group of guys that have been playing with a lot of injuries all year, and it's one of those things they told me. Multiple doctors told me, you know, they're not going to make anything worse. It's just going to be painful, so. Do you think it's going to impact your pass rush more against the run more? Because you got to grab a lot when you're trying to fend off blockers, you know, or do you just not know until you get out there? Yeah, I haven't played since, so sure. I really can't tell you. Um, it's one of those things that is, it, like, uh, has been painful, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just pushing through that. Are you able to test, like, in practice at all, or are you just, like, to see what how it, how painful it's going to be, or is that something you have to wait until Saturday and see, well, I guess that's the pain? Uh, it's really hard to mimic a live game uh, in practice, but they're doing their best they can. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But How does that work? Do you have, like, people chopping at you just to see? Uh, not really. It's more like a controlled environment, and, yeah. uh, you know, in practice it should be that. Yeah. Are you going to wrap it differently than you have in practice, or is that what you're going to wear? Um, that was most of it, is, you know, getting with the trainers and getting a uh, game-like feel, game-like tape, game-like uh, atmosphere. How did that feel? On your, your arm, your wrist. Right. Is, is that all right? Yeah, feels great. Do you ever think about going club? Be one of these guys with the big clubs over? Uh, there's, I don't think it's necessary because all, all, the only thing I'm trying to restrict is wrist. Um, so having finger mobility is going to be a plus. Okay. Have you ever played with like a club or anything like that or that type of brace on your wrist before? Uh, I've been, I, I broke my hand and that was it. They yeah. kind of wrapped that up in a soft cast, but I was even cut back to uh, have finger mobility. So nothing like this ever really before? It's pretty similar to the handbrake. So you will be able to yeah, grab, grab potentially and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Absolutely. Zach was talking about a lot of guys having wanting to come back, fighters trying to play. What is it what why what is it about this defense that, that guys were like you were wanting to come back and fight for whatever you got to to kinda kinda make plays happen and be on the field? Well, I mean, you know, at this point in the season we've spent more time together than we have with our families and we are a family and you know, they would lay it on the line for me and there's guys whose livelihoods are at, at stake and um you know, I have to do my 111th for them as they've done their 111th for me. Uh, you got named your second straight play goal. What, what does that mean to you? 
Uh, it's just a blessing and everything I have and everything I am is for my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you know I also am honored to play for such a family organization um, and being able to represent them and my family in the Pro Bowl is something I, I hold very special. How did you find out? Like, how, Who told you? What was the process like of hearing that you made Pro Bowl? Uh, I think it was team, you know, and um, it was one of those things that, you know, we kind of focused on the next win, and I didn't even know it was uh, Pro Bowl time, so it was uh, it was definitely a nice surprise, and my wife uh, texted me, and, you know, it, it's it's a blessing. No doubt about it. It is a blessing. He's going to his second straight Pro Bowl, and having him back on the field, even if he's not 100%, is is so huge for this defense. And the thing that stood out to me about what he said is they talked with multiple doctors and he can't make it worse. It's basically what they told him. So got to play through pain, but if you're not going to make it worse, if there isn't risk of that, I get it. I get why he's playing. And it makes the Bengals defense that much better, especially without Sam Hubbard. Having Trey Hendrickson, having Mike Hilton back in the fold, two huge, huge pieces of this Bengals defense that they didn't have last week up next let's switch gears let's talk a little bit about the offense here on locked on Bengals. jamar chase on facing bill belichick plus tyler boyd on that exact offense that let's be honest has gotten things rolling quite a bit you're going to hear from both of those guys in just a second zach taylor ahead as well but today's show brought to you by tarot it's the world's largest car sharing marketplace with tarot you can book any car you want wherever you want to So let's just say you are going to to Gillette Stadium this weekend. You want to watch Bengals Patriots. Well, first off, I would suggest getting a a car from Tarot because you're going to be able to, instead of using this ride chair, all that stuff, you'll be able to get the car you want. It's going to be much, much easier to get to and from. And maybe you just want an affordable economy car. Or maybe you're heading to the West Coast this summer. You want to get in something a little more stylish, a sports car. Well, they have so many different options. And so you got to check them out. And a lot of Tara hosts deliver the car right to you. So just remember, every trip backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions do apply. Make sure you forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Taro and Taro.com. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you you think law enforcement officials can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time down and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Let's keep things rolling here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Yeah, no. Jake Lisko today, but we replaced him with Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Sorry, Jake, that might might be a slight upgrade. Jamar Chase has been, who second straight Pro Bowl has been everything the Bengals could have imagined when they picked him fifth overall and then some. Still leads the team in receptions and receiving touchdowns despite missing four games. And he talked about Bill Belichick and facing him, and this is towards the end of the interview, talking about Bill Belichick and going up against the legendary head coach, for the first time. Plus there's great insight on what they think 
and what this offense thinks when they're down big like they were the other day in Tampa Bay. So here's Jamar Chase from earlier this week. I mean, we got a good thing going right now, you know what I'm saying? We're starting off on the right foot. Um, we're finishing at the end of the season, you know, fourth quarter of the season, winning these last four games. That's our biggest goal. And, you know, just overcoming everything at one time is is the is the biggest thing for the team right now. It's just um, staying on the right page, you know, and, every, and the defense holding each other up, offense getting it done, special teams getting it done. It's just a, a whole team sport right now, and I think we all on the same page for it. You guys have always seemed to embrace pressure in a unique way, this locker room, this group. Yeah. Is that captains? Is it leaders? Is it a certain amount of dogs in the locker room? Where does that come from? <laughs> um, it could be all of those, you know what I'm saying? It could be all of those. Um, we got a, a lot of leaders, got a, a lot of older guys in here. Um, you know, young guys, you know, bulldogs. You know, it's, it's all of the above. Um, you know, around that time, that's when the best plays come out. You know, that's when that's when a crunch time really happening. I think that's what that's what we're ready for. This team is really good at coming back after being down. We saw it the other day. You haven't, and you're not used to being down a lot. Joe mentioned this yesterday. You yeah. guys won a lot at yeah. every level. What was that like? adjusting to, to being down as a rookie and, and coming back and going through that process? Last game or just in general? In general, just learning how to do um, that. Um, Yeah, for the most part, it's just the work. The best thing about that is trying not to get in your head, um, just knowing what you got to do and staying focused, you know, staying paying attention to close detail, really, um, especially at that time. It's just everything's moving so fast. And you got to be ready for anything. When you were down 17 nothing, what goes through your head specifically? Just not to get in my head and just stay calm. You know what I'm saying? This is this is when, you know, everybody should be out calmness. And, you know, we know Joe's calm. So, you know, the receivers just want to go out there and make a play and get us back in. You guys don't want to be in those positions, but how much confidence do you have whenever you guys are down a few scores just knowing that we've done that before? Like I said, we're just trying to stay calm and, you know, execute when we had opportunities to. Um, I'm 100%. I feel great. I have no problems with it. You didn't have any tightness or soreness when you came back? I feel 100%. Even when I came back, I was 100. <laughs> Does Joe get a different look in his eyes when he's talking to you guys? Maybe if he's fussing at us. If he if he's calm being Joe, then he ain't got no look in his face. He's just regular. What's fussy Joe like? Um, big eyed. <laughs> a little big eyed. Yeah. Probably it. <laughs> Jamal, what are your thoughts about playing in Foxborough for the first time in that stadium in yeah. history? I'm just hoping it don't snow, honestly. Uh, I've seen the Randy Moss game with the big chunks of snow in his helmet, so let's hope we get nothing of that, none of that. Do you check the forecast? Is that something you're tuned in to? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I just know it's uh, supposed to be a little cold out there, so you know, I'm just mentally being prepared for that. Do you think the keys to a win for you guys is on Saturday? For this game? Mm -hmm. Um... Starting off fast, of course. Um, capitalizing on red zone, third down, making sure we get the third downs, um, and just finishing. You know, that's that's our biggest thing right there. We know um, Bill Belichick's gonna come with everything he's got at us, so we got to be prepared for anything that's coming. What stands out about their defense when you watch them on film? They do a little bit of everything. You know, they play everything: double, double, quarters, man. You know, they do it all. So, you know, they're a good defense. Bill Belichick has made a career of taking the struggle with making team play left-handed. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to visualize all the ways he may try to take you out of the game being the threat you are? Not really. Um, it's his game plan to stop us, not my game plan to worry about him. So, 
I just got to come out there and be ready for anything and show off, basically. So It's his game plan to stop us, not my game plan to worry about him. That's quite a line. And if Jamar Chase goes off, well, you might have to, to print those shirts because that's it's not my game plan to worry about him is a, a pretty good line ahead of this game. The, uh, the Patriots dealing with a few injuries. Jalen Mills will not play. They have some questionable players in the, the backfield as well. Mike, obviously, when we did our, our crossover with Locked On Patriots, discussed some of those. We'll keep you up to date on those uh, ahead of kickoff. Not sure well, which guys will suit up, which guys won't. But I, I think that this is going to be a tough game. And, and coming up, we'll dive into that because Zach Taylor had some interesting things to say about the Patriots defense. So you'll hear that in just a second. But first, let's start with Tyler Boyd on this Bengals offense. Let's just have a wide receiver segment. No, Jake, let's go. Guess what? James gets to have a wide receiver segment. Here's Tyler Boyd earlier this week on the Bengals offense and more. Uh, we're a connected team. I think this is the most well-connected, playing together team that I've ever been a part of. And it's just uh, every guy's mentality, man. Nobody wants to lose. No, Every guy hates to lose. You know, we play ping pong super hard, you know, whatever, cornhole hard. And I think we just we just rally up each other. It's so, it's so connected that, I mean, we help guys make plays and we just make plays for each other and we just keep rolling. I'm not going to say it's surprising because you guys were so tight last year, but the fact that it has rolled over so easily and to have that and rebuild that chemistry to be better than it was last year, I mean, is that at all surprising to you how that's kind of happened? No, I think it, it, uh, it should be like that because every guy been in this organization, every guy been in the system. So with all the same people returning last year, the only thing we can do is just grow from it, just keep continuing to grow, and just and, and, and just just multiply off it, and just figure out more ways of how we can get better as the offense. Just like Joe said, we just feel like we got another level that we can reach. Why not put 40 points up, you know, and just just go from there. How much pride do you take in the fact that a lot of that comes from you and being one of the most experienced players on this team, not just the offense? Uh, a lot, you know, because um, like I said, I, I've been around a lot and I know what it takes, you know. And just me specifically, uh, I'm very unselfish. You know, if the game isn't going my way or if it is going my way, you know, I'm always help guys and piggyback and get them going and just make sure it's 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 it's, it's a connected. You know, I just bring great camaraderie in this in this uh, room. Watching from the other side, could you describe what makes your defense so good? Uh, their ability to make turnovers, to create turnovers. You know, um, sometimes they, they, they might start slow, which is very rare. But when they know that they start slow, that they do anything in their power to uh, get going, to, to get us uh, the ball more because they know uh, what Joe and the offense can do with the ball when once they create turnovers. Do you think you made a statement for pain tolerance the way you played? Five to five targets, five catches, blocking people with the injury headlift. Do you make a statement there? Uh, yeah, no, because at the end of the day, I met. It was a serious injury, but it wasn't an injury to where I was, um, where I was very limited in my abilities to go out there and make plays. You know, I'm also able to catch well. Uh, even if it was moving my chest or I had to make a tough catch, you know, I, I, the pain was tolerable, you know, and, um, you know, I just I just look at myself as a tough player anyway, and I didn't want a little injury like that to kind of overwhelm me or guys around me to think that I was not good enough to go. So I just wanted everybody to know that I want to do anything to help this team win. How's it feeling now? How's it feeling now is what I asked him. He said it, it feels about the same. I, I assume since he's catching so much that it's going to take him some time to – to get it back to 100%, but he certainly was capable of catching uh, last week, and I, I think that's still going to be the case. Now, the cold weather does make it interesting. I, I talked to, and it's going to be around a high around 22, 
is is what I saw right before uh, I started the show in in New England at Gillette Stadium. It's going to be even colder here in Cincinnati. But I talked to Hayden Hurst about this, and he said, "Oh yeah, like if I play, I'm going to have to get a little more warm and and get a little more loose and warmed up." So that's certainly something to monitor with some of these guys. With Boyd, I think it's more of a pain pain tolerance thing, and he said it didn't hurt him much last week. So we'll see if he can continue to do. Uh, what Tyler Boyd's done for, for quite some time, and, and who knows, the way they play Jamar Chase, the way they play T. Higgins, it might be a big Tyler Boyd game. Up next, let's hear from Zach Taylor, because this Patriots defense is as opportunistic as any defense in the NFL. They forced a ton of turnovers this season, and I asked Zach Taylor about that on Thursday. You'll hear that coming up. But first, a word from Bet Bet BetOnline is a one-stop shop for all things sports wagering, info stats, news analysis. Whether you want to wager on the Bengals to win the AFC North, maybe you think that they're going to handle business against the Patriots and they are favored on Saturday at Gillette Stadium. Maybe you think that the Bengals are going to go all the way this year and bring home a Lombardi in Phoenix. You can wager on all of those things. Plus the NBA with the Red Hot Cavaliers, the Sputtering Warriors, the Brooklyn Nets, who seem to have figured it out at least a bit, can wager on all of those things, including the, the New York Nets. Oh, did you see how much money they spent? The point is, is if there's a sport out there that you want to wager on, you can do it at Bet Online. So don't delay. Sign up for free. I've used them. You're going to love it at Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's keep things rolling on Locked On Bengals with Zach Taylor. And I've tried to say this all all week long. This is going to be a tough game because the Patriots can get after you as a pass rush. They have good safeties. And when you combine those two things, even if the corners are a bit dinged up and you're not going to have Jalen Mills, you're going to be a little shorthanded there. I expect this defense to have a couple of wrinkles. I expect them to maybe force a turnover here or there. I don't think the Bengals are going to make a ton of mistakes, but the Patriots have found a way. They've scored on back-to-back in back-to-back weeks, a, a fumble recovery a couple of weeks ago, and then just a great pick six last week. And so I asked Zach Taylor about that, about their ability uh, to force turnovers, what it is, if anything stands out on tape. This is uh, about two minutes long, and then, I'll get to my final thoughts on this matchup. Here is Zach Taylor, and well, me asking Zach Taylor about the Patriots' defense. How have they been able to score so many points defensively? That's right. We always talk about scoring on offense. Mm-hmm. They are really good, it seems like, at scoring on defense. Well, um, is it one thing, or is it just – No, it's not one thing. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm just picturing my head. Like <laughs> yeah. Last week, I mean, Kyle Duggar. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he saw. He saw something, and he jumped it. You know, he just pulled the trigger on it and went and got it. And it was impressive to see because um, I don't know that Derek Crow would have done anything differently. You know, it's just a great play by a guy coming down and making that play. And um, the week before that, uh, they picked up a fumble, you know, on the sidelines. And 
that one's more just option. You know, they did a great job picking it up, and he just went, yeah. just went forty yards or whatever it was. So, um, but a lot of times you you make your own, uh, you, you create your own opportunities, and they they do a good job of that in the pocket with the quarterbacks and uh, tipped ball. I mean, they're just they're a smart team, and they, and they make the most of that kind of stuff. And they've done it. They've they've capitalized on opportunities in special teams as well. As you look at that Jets game, that punt return for the touchdown, that won them the game. And so. Um, Again, sometimes they, they keep themselves in it, and then a, a big play like that. I think the Arizona game was tied. Mm-hmm. Arizona game was tied, third quarter, broke it open, seven point game. Um, this one was seventeen to three last <coughs> week, and they had the pick six that got them back in it, seventeen to ten. Um, the Jets game obviously was three to three. They had the punt return, so they, they just they do a great job playing smart, and then when their moment comes, they capitalize on it, and that's that's what great teams do. I know you stress turnovers every week. Yeah, I'd like to score one. Yeah, yeah. Do you, but do you, do you stress more this week, given that that's how they've won? That's how they've. And uh, every every week we have these these conversations with the quarterback and with the captains of of just kind of you know just loose things on how how you see this game playing out. Uh, whether it's conditions, whether it's the type of game we're going to play as a team, so I won't get into specifics. But but every week that's that's a conversation. And it better be because when I look at the path to the Bengals going down at Gillette, I think it's that I think it's sloppy game. The Patriots score on a turnover or get close and set up their offense with multiple short fields because of turnovers and they get multiple sacks and just really kind of wreck the game. If that doesn't happen, if the Bengals offense plays a clean game, there aren't many scenarios where they're just going to get outscored by the Patriots. Mac Jones is just going to drive down against the Bengals defense more than Joe Burrow is going to drive down against the Pats defense. I, I think that that's how this uh, and how that conversation with Zach Taylor and, and the coaching staff and the quarterbacks probably goes this week. Playing it safe and not giving up the Kyle Duggar interception, which was just a great read, like Zach said. If you don't have that, the Raiders were up 17-3. If you get up, against a team like the Patriots who aren't built offensively to, to rally and come back, unless you give them hope another way, pick six, interception, some kind of momentum swing, then you should be all right. And that's such a key on the road. This is a desperate Patriots team that got embarrassed at the end of that game last week. And so the Bengals have to meet that intensity and, and meet all of that and match it and also play smart. And I think they do. They might make a mistake. They may have a turnover. I think the Bengals' defense is going to force a turnover or two. If that balances out and the Bengals aren't minus two in the turnover category, if it's zero, if they're plus, even minus one, as long as it doesn't go for a score, go for a touchdown, I think they find a way to win in Foxborough, even though it's ugly, even though the weather's going to be cold, all of those things. Jamar Chase says, oh, I hope it's not going to snow. It's not supposed to snow as of now. I think the Bengals get it done 20 to 13, kind of a low scoring affair, ugly, but guess what? Ugly wins are still wins. That's going to do it for today's show for Jake Lisko. I'm James Rapine. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Jake is, is all right. Don't worry about that. He's all right. And he's, uh, he's going to be back Saturday post game. And as are uh, we in this entire podcast here. So hit that subscribe button, ring the bell. Make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen, Spotify. You know why? Well, because it helps more people become Locked On Bengals fans. And it 
recommends Locked On Bengals to more Bengals fans out there that are looking for podcasts like this. We're the only daily Bengals podcast, and we will talk to you on Saturday after Bengals Patriots. Make sure you check out our crossover, all of the content. Mike and Jake did a great film review this week from uh, the Tampa Bay game. So if you want more uh, film review, we have that as well for you. And until Saturday, for Jake Lesko, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.